Welcome to the Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. Real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. God so loved the world, but do we realize that he still does? God uses people's stories to encourage and enlighten us to continue growing, learning, and living with hope. Here, you will find the love of God speaking to you through the stories of others. Thank you for joining us today. Hello and welcome to Daily Disciples Podcast as we continue on in our journey of life in the spirit. And today we have the privilege, the opportunity of interviewing Linda Stone. Linda has been a dear friend of mine and we've actually been in Bible study together for a couple of years now. We have read through the daily Bible together for a few years, chronological Bible and then the one year Bible. And through some of the Bible studies, she shared about her ability to listen in prayer. And when we talk about listening prayer, we are talking about hearing God's voice while we're praying. And it is an art form. It is something that we need to learn and we need to learn to be still to hear the Lord. There's a verse in Isaiah 50 verse four that says, The Lord has trained my ear as a disciple that I may be able to encourage someone in need. And that's what listening prayer sounds like, looks like, and what we're going to speak about today. It's being able to find comfort and rest as we give our hearts problems, the heavy burdens that are placed on our hearts, the dynamics of the people in our lives to the Lord. So you're listening right now to Daily Disciples Podcast. If you'd like to follow the podcast, please go to Podbean and you can go to Daily Disciples Podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. And Linda, welcome. Thank you, Tony. Nice to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. So we're talking about listening prayer today. And let's just start with your definition of prayer. What would you say prayer is to you? Well, I'll tell you what prayer is not to me. I'm going to flip it on you. (laughs) But prayer is not a wish list. It's not, oh, God, give me this. Give me that. I wish I could win the lottery. I wish I could get a new car. I wish I could get a new job. And so I look at it as what listening prayer and what prayer in general is not. And as a child, I still have the plaque from when I was like four years old. And I'm not going to tell you how many years ago that is. (laughs) It's painful uh, from my grandmother. And the now I lay me down to sleep prayer that we all, well, many of us grew up with. Um, Every night, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray my the Lord, my soul to keep, right? And um, on it went. And we have acronyms for prayers. You have an acronym that I've written down. Um, the the pray P R A Y. Yes. Praise, repent, ask, and yield. And on yes. mine's a little different. Acts, um, adore, confess, thanksgiving, supplication. Mm-hmm. But I like yours too because it has the yield in it and, and that's huge for me. And that's what you were saying. It's not a wish list. So the yield actually means God, what is your will in this situation? Not mine. So yes. And the fact that 
Yeah, we had the long, I used to have the long uh, prayers in church. Uh, they would go on and on and on, and I'd lose track as to what they started out as. And um, sometimes it was the Lord's Prayer I wrote every week. And that's another thing. It's not a formula. Yeah, you can have you can have this acronym uh, push, pray until something happens, whatever, that guides you. But it's 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 not a formula. Sometimes to now move on to what I think prayer is is um, well. To be honest, that the last thing I should say is that I was never comfortable with prayer. Mm -hmm. I prayed on my own somehow, but I was never comfortable praying in front of people. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to, the whole concept of how and what and why. And then I realized someone in a, a women's group that I was facilitating had come to me and said, I'm so uncomfortable with prayer. And then it hit me. Prayer is nothing more than a conversation with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. So when we do these rehearsed prayers over and over, that's not a conversation. That's a memorization. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that from being very young, I can still recite the prayers I learned in second grade, third grade. I mean, but did they impact my heart? Not necessarily. Did I understand what I was saying? No. Uh, did they make a difference in my life daily? No. Were they very good creeds? Yes, that explained the gospel in a written form. Yes, but it didn't make an impact in my heart. It, there was no conversation. And that's what listening prayer is. It's bridging the gap for not only us talking to God, but God talking back. Exactly. And it's, it's not just a conversation. It's a faith conversation. That we have the faith and truly believe that God is listening. It's relational. And I told my friend, I said, that's all it is. You don't have to pray out loud if you don't want to. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Now, when I pray out loud, I've got to make myself stop. You know, for just a simple grace at dinner with family or friends. Oh, okay, stop. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> and thank you for this. And please take care of it. And before you know it, um, I'm having this long one-on-one -on -one conversation and the rest of the we're ready to eat. Let's just do it. Um, and think of this, the faith conversation, Matthew or Mark 11, 22 to 24. Have faith in God. If anyone says this to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, whatever you ask in prayer, believe you have received it. You can move that mountain from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Have a lot of people get stumbled or bothered by that verse because they feel like they've prayed and prayed and prayed for something and it's not being answered yet. How would you bring comfort to someone who's feeling that way? Just because, such a good question. <laughs> it's such a good question. I've been praying on some things years <laughs> but it may not come to pass the way i want it it's all about who's in control and so often 
how God answers that prayer. It may not be what you think it should be, but it's a far better answer for you in yeah. the long run or perhaps in the short term. Yes. I, and that's hard. It's so hard. That's that yielding because we know what it is, but we don't know when or how God's going to answer. And he's always working. He's never not working on our behalf, mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. All things are possible with Jesus. <laughs> with Jesus, yes, yes. All things are possible. So how did you begin exercising? Because it really is a practice, exercising listening prayer. I know you read a book, The Art of Listening Prayer, but how, how did you then start implementing that in your own prayer life? Well, Going on the assumption that we agree that listening, listening in general is intentional and active. When we pray, we need to actively and expectantly listen for his voice. And that's, I wasn't doing that. So when I read this book, it talked about the concept of when you're praying or even that, I mean, I, I wish I could put my hands on this book, to be honest with you, but I, I've lost track of it. And I suppose I'm supposed to have lost track of it. <laughs> um, asking, Lord, what do I need to know about? Dot, dot, dot. Lord, open the eyes of my heart. Lord, speak to me. And sometimes those are breath prayers, but when I'm really sitting intentionally, trying to have this listening time and it started out that I intentionally every day actually sat down and had two colors of pens in my journals and actually was almost forcing it but not but but putting myself into a habit mm -hmm. of Lord I'm reading this verse or Lord this is happening to me how or this you, is how I'm feeling as I'm yeah, reading this how, verse. Speak to me. Speak to me through your word. But I think it's really key to remember that in order to hear God's voice through the word, because that's one of the ways that he speaks to us, it is the big way he speaks to us. But we have to only can hear that through the power of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. in us. And to me, that was huge. I didn't get the Holy Spirit part of the Trinity when I started this. And when I, I mean, I've been a Christian for a long, long time, relationally, a personal relationship with God. And I always grew up believing in God, but I didn't have that personal relationship for a long, long time. I didn't understand that part of it. Mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. Oh, it's not like he's just out there floating around. <laughs> right. No, he's living right here in my heart. Right. So that's how I got started. And I just, like I say, I started out intentionally writing in two colors. And um, so you had, a, did you journal prior to reading the book? Yeah, I always journal. I've been journaling for years, um, off and on. I wasn't, since the shutdown, the lockdown with COVID, that's what really got me every single day sitting with my Bible on my lap open mm -hmm. <laughs> and reading it and praying. Um, 
but when I intentionally started out 10 years ago, uh, some days yes, sometimes no, in terms of the spirit moving me to write. Because it was the spirit. By then I knew it was the Holy Spirit. And there were themes, there were many themes that would recur. It might be um, uh, choices. It might be um, uh, me being in control which I'm not, of course, but that control thing. I am a control. I'm an OCD control <laughs> I just am. Um, and as I prepared for this to think about what we would talk about, I have a note here to myself that says, let it go. So that's a recurring theme lately on some issues in my life that I just need. God will deal with them. And I need to stop trying to deal with them. So do you write that down in your prayer journal? Lord, I'm letting this go. Or Lord, I'm giving this to you. Yes, okay. I do. So today, I I also have a second podcast as I'm reading through the Bible, the one-year Bible. And today, the scripture verses were in Genesis 22 and Abraham laying Isaac on the altar. And uh, I was thinking about, letting go when you said that how so many times we have to lay things before the lord or give things before the lord just in our words but there also has to be a sense of relief like i have given this to god on the altar and i'm not going to let it crawl off the altar and come back to me it's a constant pushing back onto the altar until the lord says okay here's the ram i'm giving you something else in place of this and uh and that was on the uh it's called the daily bible study.podbean.com so you can follow that too if you'd like to read through the bible with me this year and you know i i told you i was uncomfortable with prayer and praying in front of people for a long time even though i was doing listening prayer but um i started doing prayer for the people at church um, they asked me maybe what, you know, every, we had it. That was just something that someone did. And it was always someone different. So I started doing that. And that's when God reminded me, it's just a chat with him, that prayer for the people. It was just a chat with him on behalf of the community. And, and so what is prayer, prayer for the people? You mean you were praying with people no, at church? what I was doing, I was leading a congregational prayer. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I did that often. And I would tie it into the message of the week. And um, it was short. Mm -hmm. Some people were longer than others. <laughs> but, um, other times, though, it's really interesting conviction. <laughs> God, God's a great conversationalist. And he'll, he'll have his scripture just pop up. And I have had some scripture, um, the beauty from ashes. Mm -hmm. um, that has been popping up every day for the past six days and i'm trying to figure out why i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm trying to hear why are you why, why do you keep seeing why, this what am beauty i from ashes to do with this yes but other times he just he'll tell me and no i'll start writing he would tell me and no one's you're not listening let's go through this again let's do it again you're not listening you're not doing he's exhorting me to remember all he has done and what he wants me to do. And sometimes that letting go or that moving on or that making that call. I got a message this morning 
with the situation with my family of how am I going to handle this? It's not really my job to handle it. And his comment was, it, it, it just came to me. Call Simon. And you knew that was the Lord. And I know it's the Lord and I know I have to do it. And I know that that's where I will get some help. I do think we make walking with the Lord or hearing the Lord a lot harder than it is. Like you said, Linda, the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And if we are willing to listen, if we are saying we want to walk with you, Lord, he uses that still small voice in our own head. And it can be that loud and that real. Call Simon, you know. So, um, so let's get back to you journaling. How did you go from you're using your black pen, saying the things that you want to say in prayer, to all of a sudden then using a blue pen or an orange pen that then you are writing down in faith, really, that this is God? Well, I'm looking through my journals as we speak, and. I have to be careful what I say. Um, I don't want to help me to see the situation through different eyes, through a different perspective. You are a practical God. Guide me. Well, I just was moved to put that black pen down. And he says, trust. Do what you can, but this is my battle. In, in 2 Chronicles, he talks about the battle is the Lord's. There is a battle going on, and the battle is mine. You just need to keep on keeping on. I mean, it's so simple, but it's so hard. I will give you peace and a calm spirit. I love these people. I'm drawing them close. I will remove their blinders. I will open their hearts of stone. But they must choose me. Right. And these are people I'm discipling, and these are people very, very close to me. And it's still going on, but it comes and goes, and... Now, but the message is still encouraging and encouraging. exhortation. And this is this is an exhortation, and there's more of it. Um, and now something else has happened, and he told me to call Simon. And this <laughs> is it's on the same situation. So okay, it things calm down for a while, but it's not done. It's not resolved. And God will take care of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But listening prayer also has an act of obedience to it. So it's it's putting the pen down in black, picking up the pen you have in pink here, and then just writing out what's coming to your ear. It's changing your perspective. It's something you haven't said to yourself before, but it's also an act of obedience to write it down and then believe in faith. This is the Holy Spirit leading you, guiding you, counseling you. And then it goes verbally also call Simon. That's an act of obedience that you then pick up the phone and go, okay. And the power of it too is the bottom line. It's all about the Holy spirit. And when you look at Romans, the Holy spirit prays for us. Jesus prays for us. Are you kidding? Why? <laughs> I always ask, I'm always going, why, God, are you mindful of me? Really? You know, of all the people, why me? But he's of all of us. Mm -hmm. And that's that's been real powerful for me. And that we move beyond that because none of this works 
with listening prayer and having that sense if you don't open your heart to the Holy Spirit. I've been doing a lot of reading lately about the Holy Spirit. I've been doing some plans on online, Oswald Chambers, and touch with the peace and the and the and the Holy Spirit. And realizing that if you don't hear that voice, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. And um when you asked me to do this, okay, you'll like this one. <laughs> I have a little note here to myself that I'm not even thinking about TL on the morning of October 7th. And um, I have a note to myself that I wrote. I, I copied this from the journal because I have a gazillion journals. I don't have them all here with me um good morning lord thank you for another day that's what i do every morning you know it's a beautiful day i throw i'll open my bible and look at the verse that i'm supposed to be reading that day i kind of play bible bingo sometimes and um i said help me listen to you in case tl really wants to do an interview <laughs> about listening prayer because that puts fear into me let my light shine to me you know, oh, and let my light shine today. And then kaboom, there it was. And I wrote it. Linda, I will lead you as you work. Don't shirk this task. Listen, I'm using you and I'm equipping you. And it's interesting because back in October, when we first talked about this, I, I'm not doing this. I No, 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 no. no it's it's going to happen. But what he did is, and then you didn't come back to me for a while because we right busy. right it's holidays right lots of stuff going on but do you see what happened i he do let it percolate he let me listen he let me pray on it and here i am sitting here talking to you yeah in your she shack just so wonderful it's not a shack <laughs> it's a shed oh your she shed <laughs> <laughs> very nice <laughs> and he did and he does and that's 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 another truth that I can hold in my heart. Mm -hmm. So has listening prayer changed you? It's grown me mm -hmm. amazingly. It's, it's, um, it's really grown me. Uh, my relationship has changed so much because I have this, best friend and friends have conversations they have deep conversations they're non-judgmental he's not judging me he'll convict me i'm there's no condemnation but there's conviction and it's up to me to repent of that whatever I'm being convicted of to deal with it. And I see God everywhere I go now. It's like, I, how do I say this? It's like when I talk to people, it's like, um, uh, oh, thank God. Thank you, God, for this day. If I'm out on the golf course with a bunch of people, I don't even know them. You know, and Mark will say, oh, we're so blessed to have this day. And it's carried over to my relationship with my husband in terms of our, our spiritual relationship. Mm -hmm.
because as a believing Jew, it's changed everything for him. He does things a little differently than I do. It doesn't matter. He knows where he is. And I really feel that listening prayer, it's heart changing as well. It's changed my heart. Yes. I wrote down on the description of today's interview that you came to know the Lord in 19, what is it, 86? Yeah. But it was just 10 years ago that you practiced the art of listening prayer. True. That's a lot of years in between. Do you feel or do you sense that you did hear the Lord? It just wasn't as mindful or as, um, as real? as when you started journaling it? I always knew the Lord in the sense that um, growing up, we went to church. I read my Bible. I memorized my verses. Um, all through junior high, high school, I'm still with my church group today. We still meet. Um, we're in different places. And I actually gave a testimony. My testimony was God with us, God within us. And I always was God. God's with all of us, every living thing on right, the planet, right. whether you believe or not. And it's only, and I, I mean, I went to, when we started Bible studies at a church I was going to 30 years ago, 20 years ago, that day in 86, when I felt that, I was supernaturally lifted up and went to that altar call. I mean, I can't tell you how I got there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that far. But I mean, the point being that, but then I wasn't discipled. And for 10 years, I wasn't discipled. And I just continued singing in the choir and doing my And thing. you went to church every Sunday. I did everything. You sang in the choir. But discipleship, meaning? I wasn't, work, no one mentored me yeah yeah I think that's the word I'm looking for. that is a good word i wasn't mentored i wasn't um nourished mm -hmm. and then they started bible studies and i said you should do one for um working gals so we could come at night so then i got the phone call put your money where your mouth is linda and come and so as a result of that but it was really when i started doing the listening prayer all these years later that I started to understand that really truly personal relationship with God. I mean, I organized treats, the kazoo, I spoke, I facilitated, I did all kinds of things, but to really have that intimate relationship with that God who rejoices over me, mm -hmm. with that God who loves me, who that God who listens to me, he's my friend so you were in church leadership you were organizing church events oh, yeah. it reminds me of acts chapter one when jesus said wait until the holy spirit comes like wait so what did peter do he got into the church leadership mode and he said let's replace judas you know and he quoted the verse from the old testament and there they went but it wasn't until the power of the holy spirit fell on them that yeah. they really made an impact right. in the world and, uh, and that happens often with us. We do have a heart to serve. We do have a heart to help the church. We do want to be a leader in the church, but it doesn't change us. That's just like another thing to do until the Holy Spirit 
get a hold of our heart and we become best friends. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I had the Holy Spirit in me. Yes. But I wasn't um, using him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was saved. I was saved by the power of the Holy Spirit that day in November of 86. And then as I became very active in women's ministry and such, and then I moved, moved around a little bit. And that was the first thing I did. And God sent me to another church and he said, now you're going to get it. And I immediately became active and involved and started very involved in women's ministry. But it's the fact that I was, my heart was changing. My life changed uh, just because of, of loss and remarriage and, you know, just that kind of a change. But my, my heart was changing and my faith was growing. I was, it was making sense to me suddenly. It was like the aha. Mm -hmm. The aha moment. It's important what you said. So in 1986, you asked Jesus into your heart. In 1986, you know you're changing, not only because your life events are changing, but because Jesus has become your Lord and Savior. You start studying the word of God, which then places the word in your heart so that when you transition into listening prayer, now what those verses that are in your heart come to your mind through the Holy Spirit that you literally write them down in your journal. And then it gives you the ability to go back over it again and again and reread it and go, oh, I forgot God told me that. Oh, I'm so sorry, Lord, I lost perspective or I lost my faith. That's why I take notes in church. When I'm in church, you sense the Lord, like in corporate worship, you sense like the angels. In but I have to take the notes because once I walk out of church, I completely forget the main points. I'm a note taker. <laughs> I'm a note taker. I write down stuff. I would always write down stuff. And I have it in other, my other journals. I'll have, you know, our pastor said, yada, 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 um, you know, 20 years ago. Or, and you can re pick it up again. And I can pick it up again. I go, oh, I remember that. Um, and you were a teacher for a long time. So, 38 years. Right. So I'm sure note-taking was a part of that too, right? Like, <laughs> to get there, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I have a note in my, uh, one of my journals here. I think it's over here. Let's see. Is this the one? Where God says, um, this was a time when I was, I was um, having some difficulty um, trusting, and, and um, I was in some distress, and uh, I had written to God that you restore, renew, forgive, you cleanse, repeat, as this is the message this day as I faced and conquered my Goliath. And he, I wrote down what he said. And he says, I love you, Linda. I relish speaking to you. I love seeing you open your eyes and your heart to me. You were overcome by your Goliath, finally called out to me. And we all have Goliaths, lots of Goliaths. I came running. I heard you in your distress. I brought you out of it. I stilled the storm to a whisper. I hushed the waves of the sea. And I guided you to your desire in haven. That's um, Psalm 107, 20, 30. Because he answers me often in scripture. It's usually 
scripture. And then I think part of that is me making it conversational, but it's scriptures all over. Mm -hmm. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not his words. And so those words are the foundation and the grounding for us to fight those giants, those Goliaths, those mountains that won't move. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. That's really, that's beautiful. That is why we do Bible studies. That is why we have accountability groups. That is why we come to the Lord and give ourselves to him so that he can Fill us with him more. And more. And more. And more. Yeah, be filled. Keep being filled, right? And you know what's interesting? I have two notes here that you were talking about, um, what was it? Was it Samuel you were referring to? No. Isaiah, your ears will hear the word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. Whenever you turn to the left or the right, you got to listen for it. Mm-hmm. And there's so much out there that doesn't want you listening or distracts you from listening. And I sit in that chair every morning. And my husband has his little routine, and I have my routine. And I'll come down. He's usually up before me, and I'll come down, chit-chat, get my coffee. And then I go upstairs, and he knows and I remember when I wasn't doing this, we've been we've been together 14 years, when I wasn't doing this, um, and then I would go back to my chair, as, as I have a big chair up there. Um, he said, I really like it better when you go into your chair in the morning. You have a better day. He saw it. That's amazing. And that's he, wonderful. He what a testimony. What, yeah, he saw it. And I mean, I used to, to sporadic, then I was sporadic and then I put the journals away and then, then I'd feel convicted. Oh, you're not talking to God every day. But then when I saw this book, it changed things. And then I do confess it wasn't every day. The book called the art of of listening prayer. There's two of them out there that I had and I'll have to look them up Mm -hmm. and send them to you. Um, But that one, was very interesting the way they wrote it it was almost like they were doing uh, these people were doing uh this sort of thing to well they were showing people it was, they so they had like exercises, exercises. yeah mm-hmm. that you actually and what happened and they were writing about what happened with these people mm-hmm. and it makes sense because boy when i when i don't even if we get up early and we have to when we were traveling i'd still because I, I use my, my phone and um, I, I have my Kindle and I have all my, I have my Bibles and my devotionals. And now I can't, I can't even, I had to leave very early yesterday for a very early appointment. We had to be on the road at six o'clock in the morning. So I just made sure I get up early enough to at least have 15 or 20 minutes in that chair, listening to the verse of the day, reading, and just praying, just to ground you, ground me to get started. Because I cannot go out in the world without a few minutes, if that's all I have, which is rare, with my best friend, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hear what he has to say for my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. You're listening to Linda Stone. She was a. Were you an elementary school teacher? I taught. Um, 
upper elementary. I don't do kindergarten, first grade, windows, <laughs> toilets. They're too little for me. They scare me. They're so little. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. And then I did uh, teacher training at the local university. Okay. So you're listening to Linda Stone. And uh, she came to know the Lord personally in 1986. But then she's been in a Bible study with me and a, a group of other ladies for the last couple of years. And we got on the subject of listening prayer. And she said, oh, I did that. I started doing that around 10 years ago. So we're talking right now about listening prayer and how it changes our life. And Linda brings up how, you know, first we journal the things that we are thinking, the burdens that, are, that come to mind as we're reading the Bible, the thoughts that God is bringing forward and writing those things down. And then actually putting our pen down because we have enough to say. And now we want to hear what God has to say. And for Linda, she uses a different color pen. And I do too, I have to say, different color pen to start writing the things that come to mind. And that is the listening part of prayer. So prayer is a conversation with God. We talk, God listens, then God speaks, and we listen. And we do write it down because we can go back over it. And we are, again, encouraged, exhorted, edified, sometimes convicted, a lot of times comforted, knowing that God has heard from us. So, Linda, is there anything else you'd like to share about listening prayer? I just think that with listening prayer, we have to remember that it's intentional, it's relational, and extremely personal. We also have to know that we hear God's voice in many different ways. We hear, of course, through scripture. We hear, of course, through the impressions from the Holy Spirit. We hear from circumstances and we hear in creation. Yes. Just looking out where we are now, I look at his creation and that tells me I'm okay mm -hmm. and we're okay. And the world is still okay. When that sun comes up every morning, the world is still okay. And I think, too, that with listening prayer, you need to be bold and courageous and confident in your prayers. And not all prayers are listening prayers. Some of them are breath prayers. Lord, help. Lord, oh, I'm thinking of so-and-so. Or, Lord, I don't know why she's on my mind or he's on my mind, but whatever it is, take care of it. So not all prayer is listening prayer in the sense of writing it down. But all prayer is listening prayer in the sense that you're having that conversation with a friend. And that's what friends do. Mm -hmm. They talk. Friends talk. Amen. And he's our Lord and Savior. So praise God. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Daily Disciple podcast here on Podbean. If you would like to follow the show, please go to podbean.com. And you can follow the show. And when it's live, a little notification will come to your phone and tell you that we're live. You can also listen later in the day as we do post it on Facebook. My name is Tony Lee Adamson, and I thank you so much for joining us today. 
Thank you for joining Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. No more fake, fancy, or fluffy, but real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. For more information, go to dailydisciples.org or connectionsnetwork.tv. And we can't wait to talk to you soon.